This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Good morning, everyone. It's Nigel Seeley here for another edition, a special edition. It's a Friday edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. We never usually do one on a Friday, but because our senior ATP Tour tennis handicapper, Sean Calvert, is over in Indian Wells for the big tournament this week, we thought we were going to make him work a little bit harder. So we've asked him to come on for a Friday. He hasn't had much sleep. Um, how are you feeling no. this morning, Sean? Bit dozy, to be honest. It's uh, yeah, it's always difficult. The time, the time zone changes, isn't it? It uh, takes a body a couple of days to get used to it. I'll be, I'll be fine in a bit. It's just it's, you know, it's eight o'clock here local time, so a bit early for me, but uh, I'm okay. I'm good. Well, you had a good day of tennis action yesterday. Some of the picks went for us. Some of them went against us. Um, mm-hmm. If you'd followed yeah. the picks on the week, we've actually made a small profit to the start of Indian Wells. We're now currently minus seven point five five units. But uh, some of them didn't go the way we we expected, and they were quite one sided mm. defeats as well, weren't they? A couple of the picks. Yeah, Kujinovic was really disappointing, really disappointing. Just unforced errors from him. He was he, he started actually okay, uh, um, Kranovic, but as soon as he started hitting the errors on big points, he was making silly little mistakes, missing little volleys that you should never miss. Missed an absolute shocker on set point to to concede the set open court forehand, put it long. And then he just capitulated after that. He was just, he was done. He was, he, you know, he just, there's no point in playing that second set for him. He, it was over. And um, Brandon Holt uh, didn't play well, but he, Kokkinakis played great, actually. I was really impressed with Kokkinakis. He played an absolutely fabulous match. He took it completely away from Brandon Holt. Didn't have any chance at all in that Brandon Holt. Um, nothing you can do. You know, you, if you're back in underdogs, sometimes they they show up sometimes that you know they get they get overpowered and, and outclassed and uh that happened with a couple yesterday but it didn't happen with sock the, the reverse happened with jack sock didn't it? he played a a fabulous match just the kind of match that i hoped he would play um last night against uh gregoire barrere you know great that, that that one went perfectly some do some don't that's you know that's that's the way it goes the weather was very nice yesterday i saw your videos on mm. because we win if you have, yeah, it's not today seen. no who's gonna say what are the worst of the conditions like today uh, cloudy, overcast, some rain in the forecast, actually. Um, it's not going to be much rain. It's If it comes at all, it'll be a little sort of you know, half a millimetre or a millimetre of rain at the most, maybe a drizzle. You can never be too sure in these parts of the world whether what the whether the forecast is going to be accurate, but I can tell you from looking out the window, it is cloudy, it is overcast, which is what they what they said. So I would expect it to play uh, slightly slower today, if anything. Slightly slower today. There's obviously some a full uh, set of matches today on the WTA and the ATP tours. It's a big yeah. day because it's when the big guns come in, all the seeded players in round two. The round two gets underway and all the big players, the seeded 32 players, are all in action. The top half of the draw and the bottom half of the draw as well are split over two days. But it's when the big guns come into play. Uh, Sean has actually picked out six matches. They would like to talk about 
today for us. So let's start off with uh, one of the early games. Going to start. It's a two p.m. Eastern game. It's Casper Rudd against Diego Schwartzman. Now the odds on this uh, are Casper Rudd is a heavy favourite, minus three fifteen. Uh, Diego Schwartzman plus two forty. Now Rudd is not playing at all well. Um, had a bit of a hang up from last year, and mm. Diego Schwartzman is not playing at all well either. So this is a battle between. Two players who aren't in the best of form. The head-to-head leads 5-3 to Diego Schwartzman. Uh, Rude has won their last encounter on clay in Buenos Aires last year. Uh, Rude is the CD player. Schwartzman isn't. Uh, how do you see this one going? I just think this will be a real swinky affair. Quite a few breaks of serve. Some up-and-down moments. Not As you say, neither of the players are playing particularly well. Schwartzman was awful, wasn't he, in, in the in the golden swing. He was, he was terrible, but he started to show something right at the end. Played pretty well, for, well, pretty well, pretty well, comparatively speaking. Um, in Santiago, took Nicolas Jarry all the way to a final set tiebreak in conditions that absolutely don't suit Schwartzman and do suit Jarry. Um, and I think he took a bit of confidence from that. And he played he played well in the first round here against Federico Correa, although it has to be said that Correa was, was really poor. Um, but an easy win for Schwartzman, a, a very much needed win for him in terms of confidence. He, he, he looked a lot better. Um, I just think this this match, I, I do like the over two and a half sets in this with Bet Rivers at 2.55 plus 155. I, I can't see either man winning this in straight sets. A lot of breaks, real up and down affair is expected. And um, I think it's some decent value on that. I think it's, it's worth looking at these angles on a day like today when you've got the big names that you mentioned coming in, playing their first match at Indian Wells. It's not easy to get used to these conditions. You get a bit of blustery wind. You know, it's it's sometimes it's a bit quicker, sometimes it's a bit slower. It's not an easy tournament to get your teeth into first up, and and some of the favourites, leather they probably will end up winning. They might not win in straight sets, so it's it's worth today where it's worth thinking about maybe backing the favourites to win two one or backing over two and a half sets. And this this one really looks like a swingy affair to me. And Casper Rudd uh, said he's the heavy favourite. The total of games are pitched quite low considering what Sean has to say there. Twenty and a half is the line with Bet Rivers with under. At plus 100, even money, and over the minus money favourite at minus 127. That looks quite tempting, isn't it, as well, the 20 and a half games? I think that's could, I think it could be a case that you could get a 2-6, 6-2, sort of 6-3 sort of thing. I, I can't imagine they're going to be tight sets mm. because these these guys break quite often. Schwartzman, obviously a great returner. Um, Rude, I haven't mentioned him yet in terms of his form, but it's not good, is it? Lost to Taro Daniel last week. I think he hit 47 unforced errors. Last week, rude against Taro Daniel, and it's a similar sort of matchup against Schwartzman, isn't it? A guy that does make a lot of balls will make him play a lot of balls, rude. And if he's going to hit that many unforced errors, I'm hoping for an over two and a half sets in this. I think it could be a an up and down one, a long game. But don't go over the total games because we could have some one sided sets. So over two and a half sets is the call from Sean. And the price is what price is that? We'll bet Rivers uh, plus one fifty five. Plus 155, a very tempting price there. The next game we're going to talk about is on at 3.20 Eastern time. Roberto Bautista Agut against Emil Ruzavoro. Uh, minus 162 is the price for Bautista Agut. Ruzavoro is plus 130 on the money line. They've met once before. It was in the 2021 US Open where Bautista Agut won very easy, 6-1, 6-3, But similar to the first game, both of these players are coming in a little bit of not not the best of form. Uh, both of them have only won two of their last six matches. Uh, how do you see this one? Pretty much the same as the Schwartzman match. I, I think there's a good value here in taking over two and a half sets. 
conditions here never really have favoured Bautista I got in his career. I think he's eight wins and eight eight losses from his 16 matches here. Hasn't won back-to-back matches at Indian Wales actually since 2014, I think it is. It, it just It's not ideal for Bautista. He prefers the, the slicker, lower-bouncing, sort of quicker conditions that he gets in places like Australia where he's done well. Here, too slow, too gritty, too high bouncing. It's not. It's not been somewhere that he's found ideal conditions for his game. Uh, you could say the same about Rusevari. Actually, I don't think it suits him particularly well either. But he was decent in the first round. And he does have the advantage of having that match under his belt already, and, and he only played a set and a half, didn't he, against Lestienne, who, who retired. But he, he won. I think eighty-five percent of his first serve points. Rusevari. Again, I, I can't see Bautista or Gut winning this anywhere near as easily as he did in the US Open um, a year or so ago. To, sorry, about two years ago now, wasn't it? I can just see this being over two and a half sets again. Um, Rusevari is tends to be a bit up and down in his form anyway. Bautista or Gut, as I say, doesn't really appreciate the conditions here. So taking the over two and a half sets in this as well, um, that's plus 132 in Bet Rivers. Plus 132 over two and a half sets. The total game's a little pitch a little bit higher here at 22 and a half in that game between Bautista Ogut and Ruzovore. Uh, a late game, uh, one of the night sessions, Daniel, Daniel Medvedev, uh, the man in scintillating form and won the last three tournaments on the ATP Tour. He's entered against Brandon Nakashima, who produced a big win against John Isner in the last round. Medvedev is minus 1,000. Brandon Nakashima is plus 700. Um, we spoke about fatigue and people being injured. I don't think it's going to be a problem for Medvedev, given the rest he's had since he's flown in from Dubai. I mean, he won Dubai on Saturday and he's playing again on uh, on Friday. I think you should be okay for that. Uh, mm. But Medvedev is an overwhelming favourite, plus 1,000, as I say. Uh, they've never met before, but Nakashima did have that big win against Isner and played really well to win in straight sets. But he's got to beat Medvedev, who is on an absolutely amazing run at the moment. Yeah, I think this is one where I sort of have a slight feeling that Nakashima might do something in terms of maybe winning the set, maybe winning the first set, maybe covering the handicap. It's 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 one where I just think it could happen. I think just on the on the basis that Medvedev's never particularly played his best tennis here. As you say, he's coming in here with massive confidence, so that might that might override that. He might well be thinking, well, now I've I've shown I can play in Dubai, I've shown I can play in Doha in these sort of slower conditions it, it might be the case that Medvedev reels this off 6-4-6-2 but I, I just think Nakashima's time will come and it's going to come soon I, I backed him last week in Acapulco on the basis that I thought Alcaraz was not going to show up I got that bit right Alcaraz didn't show up but Nakashima barely showed up either he, he scratched through the first round against um, Altmaier and then got absolutely thrashed by Mackenzie McDonald in the, in the, the next round so it's always been a good matchup for, for Nakashima against John Isner. I wasn't surprised that Nakashima beat Isner. He does like redirecting the pace of the big servers. And it, it might be the case that he can do something similar against Medvedev for, for a period of time. This is one where I think it, it, it's tempting to back Medvedev maybe to win this two sets to one. Like, I'm not sure I can see Nakashima winning, but I, I feel he might do something. Medvedev to win 2-1 is available at plus 325. Uh, Medvedev straight sets win is a very, very heavy favourite, minus 315. Uh, the total games is pitched at 20 and a half with under minus 136 and over plus 106. And the game spread is four and a half with Nakashima receiving the four and a half and a plus 112 favourite Medvedev minus 143. So Sean has got a slight lean for Medvedev to win 2-1. Brings in the over games. Over games at 20 and a half. Looks quite generous at plus 106. I expect Nakashima to have a huge amount of support 
on the evening game under the lights uh, there this evening. Uh, another game that's going to kick off, that's a sort of kickoff, going to start at about 4.40 Eastern time. Probably one of the, the closest games on the card. It's uh, Alessandro Davidovich Fakina against Wu, the man who's uh, been in great form uh, this year. Um, if you look at the prices here, Wu got to the quarterfinals of Doha. He had some big names on the way. They lost at Felix Auger, alias Sim. Uh, and, uh, sorry, Davidovich got to the quarterfinals. I'm reading my notes wrong. Mm. Davidovich got to the quarterfinals <laughs> in, in Doha, lost at Felix Auger, alias Sim. And Wu obviously won in Dallas and has come through in the first round in a controversial manner against Munar. Um, if you look at the betting here, Bet Rivers can't really split the two. Uh, Alessandro Davidovich for Kina is a marginal favourite, minus 129, and Wu is plus 104. You opposed Wu in his opening match in, mm. in some capacity, didn't, or not on the money line, but on the on, yeah. on, on, on in, in the handicap, um, are you are you looking to do this similar? It got through in. If anybody hasn't watched it, you you, you can explain to me, Sean, what happened in that game. But uh, he got through in quite controversial uh, circumstances, didn't he? I'd I'd like you to explain actually, because I was watching that in a in a in a, um, a little bar in Salt Lake City Airport, but there's no sound on, and it, it it went to the final set tiebreak, and did it, from what I could see, it, it looked like um. We would kind of made a volley winner, but did his racket touch the net? His Is that racket what it was touched about? the net. That's exactly yeah, what that's, it was. That's what it seemed to be, but I had no sound, so I couldn't really yeah. tell. It, it seemed to be that he put the volley away, but he, from what I can tell from my position, I couldn't really see whether his racket hit the net or not. I know Monar, Munar was complaining about it bitterly, but I couldn't really tell what was happening. Yeah, it was a long, long game. It was about three hours and three and a half hours, and it was an epic match. And on match point, he uh, he touched the net on the on a volley and uh, he was, you know, he knew what he did, but it was absolutely, it was, it was heart wrenching for him. And Wu just didn't want to accept the the victory, but uh, he did in the end graciously and uh, moved on to the next round. But uh, it was the umpire said he, Sorry, the umpire said he hadn't touched it. Is that what happened? Yes. Okay. Because I, I saw the replay, but I, you couldn't really tell. So it wasn't the best position to see, but it would have been robbery if Munar had won the match, to be honest. He was miles behind on the stats. He did well to, to get as close as he did. Um, Moonar, but that, that was what that bet was all about. It was about Moonar frustrating Wu and maybe nicking a set or just making himself difficult to beat, which he always does. Uh, similarly, Davidovich Fakina will be will be tough to beat today. Um, if I can get around about even money, I'm interested in Davidovich Fakina here. The, the stats for the 2023 season between this pair are, are very, very close. They're almost identical, actually. Hence the fact that the prices are, are, are the way they are. I just feel like Davidovich has been pl- has been playing pretty well this season. I think he's been playing really well. Actually, he's been unlucky. Should have beaten Rublev, shouldn't he? Five match points um, that he had there. Played really well against Felix as well. A little bit unlucky um, not to take a set in that match. Again, I, th- I think this is one where Davidovich will probably win it. But I'm slightly loath to back him at at the price that he is. I think this is one for him play. If I can if I can get even money or slightly bigger odds against on Davidovich, I'll take him. But not at the price that he is currently. I think that's your only option to get that plus money. I don't think he's going to go plus money before the start mm. of the match here. I mean, there's been money from this morning with whole across the uh, across the industry. Lots of money for Davidovich for Kino. I, I would expect that's to do with the weather conditions as well, Sean. When you th- when you think it would put, if Could it's be, cloudy yeah. and it's slow, it's going to suit him rather than Wu. Yeah, I, I, Wu, as I said um, in the other the show we did the other day, you know his best work that we've seen at main level has, has obviously come on indoor hard. A uh, very quick indoor hard at Dallas. Is is he capable of doing the same in these conditions? Well, it's it's, it's yet to be proven, isn't it? And 
I, I suspect Davidovich will probably come through this one, but I'm just not not wild about the price at the minute. If you check out the Bet Rivers website, they've got 28 different markets on this match. Uh, the money line is plus 104 for Wu, minus 129. Davidovich for Kina. Sean is hoping that the Spaniard hits plus money or even money in play, then he will pull the trigger. The spread is minus one and a half, and the totals are pitched at 22 and a half, and it's more or less pick them. It's minus 104 for the over, minus 124 for the under. Uh, the next game I want to talk about is an interesting one, actually. I think this is quite interesting in, in, indeed. I think it's going to be quite hard to have a bet without seeing uh, how Berrettini plays in this game, but it's an eight o'clock start, and that man Berrettini, the big server, I don't know if the conditions are going to suit him up against Tara Daniel, a minus three or five, a very heavy favorite uh, for Matteo Berrettini against the man he's beaten three times. It's three, one in the head to head, but obviously he had to retire injured in Acapulco in the quarterfinal of his last match. We're not quite sure how fit he is. He didn't play very well in the United cup and he was beaten um, obviously by Andy Murray in the first round uh, of the Australian open. So the Italian, Question marks about his fitness, question marks about his form at the moment, and big question marks about the conditions. So Tara Daniel here, yeah. plus 235, does look like a attempting play. Yeah, this is the one that I, I almost went for. I I do like Tara Daniel when he's when he's confident. He's a real confidence player. When he's playing well, he's playing well. When he's not, he's not. And at the moment, he is playing well. You know, beat Casper Rude last week, played Decent again in the first round here against uh, Carvajal Bayena. Uh, could have won it easier than he, he actually did in the end. Uh, Carvajal Bayena put up a real struggle from from being in a position where Daniel was serving for the match. Yeah, I think he ended up taking it to seven five or, or seven six in the second. It was a closer match than it should have been. Um, Daniel's in good form. Um, what worries me is is the stats of the head to head. I mean, it's massively in favour of Berrettini. I mean, he's he's held serve ninety percent of the time against Daniel. Um, Daniel's only won twenty seven percent of the return points against Berrettini. So it's, if you're looking at this bare stats, as I have, it's it's very heavily weighted towards Berrettini. But as you said, there are a lot of factors that make you think that Daniel has a chance today. First one being Daniel's form. The second one being the conditions, slow, it's a night match, um, a bit drizzly, you know, not, not suited to Berrettini. He hasn't played particularly well at Indian Wells before. He's kind of struggled his way through matches. His service points one and return points one total is... Um, about 100, which is almost exactly the same as Daniel's here. Tara Daniel's actually got a better service hold um, and break total at Indian Wells than than Berrettini. So there's plenty of reasons to think that that Daniel could do something. Problem is, if Berrettini does start to play well, he could really take this away from Daniel. He's, he's won several sets against Daniel, 6-love, six 6-1, six six Um I was courtside for their match in Napoli. They played in, in October and, and Berrettini just... He just walked all over him, really. I think it was 6'4", six, 6'2", six, or something like that. Um, so it depends what Berrettini shows up. As we, as you said, he wasn't fit last week in Acapulco. He hasn't really been fit all season. I think, again, this is perhaps one that Berrettini will eventually win. It could be... I, I like the 2-1 two, two, uh, two here to Berrettini. I think he'll probably win it eventually, but I think Tara will give him a, a good match. That's another plus money pick there, or lean from Sean. Plus 2-1 to Berrettini is plus 255. 2-0 in straight sets for Berrettini is the favourite at minus 114. And the total, the game spread is four and a half with Tara Daniel, quite heavy favourite, at minus 220. So, um, yeah, I think that's quite a tricky one. I, I think it's going to be a lot closer than what the odds suggest there. So yeah, we should see how that goes out. 
Sorry, Sean. Sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah, the problem with that one is I feel like if I back Daniel to win a set around evens or, or on the handicap, I, I think it would worry me that he'll drop a set, something like six love, six, well, not six love, maybe six one, six two, something like that, and that would ruin the handicap. Um, I'd rather take the, the bigger price about Berrettini eventually winning it than, than just take Daniel on the handicap or to win a set. That's that's my idea on that one anyway. So the final game we're going to talk about is uh, Karen Kachanov, uh, Kachanov against Oscar Otti. Oscar Otti had a good win in the first round. Hasn't had a great season, but he had a good win over Laszlo Gieri. Uh, Ber- uh, sorry, the Kachanov is minus 375, a very, very heavy favourite. He's the man who turns up for the big occasion. This is a big occasion this week. He was brilliant in the sem- reaching the semifinals of the Australian Open. But prior- after that, Hasn't really done anything. Uh, he's my big favourite, minus 375. Oscar Otti is plus 280. Uh, the spread, three and a half, uh, with Otti at plus 104. And the totals, which I think if anyone's going to look at this game, I think the totals could be the way you want to go. Over is the underdog here at plus 100. Evens and under is minus 127. They have met once before, and it was on grass in 2022 in the best of three set match. There was 33 games in the match in which Otti won uh, in the quarterfinals of Halle. Um, this looks quite an interesting matchup here. I think Otti was very good in the first round against Jerry. He was injured against Berrettini in the first round against Acapulco. No signs of the injury in Indian Wells. And, and Kachanov, as we know, only seems to turn up at the majors. Yeah, I mean, the last time these two played, um, as you said, in Halle, that was when Otte was was playing really well just before he had that left knee injury. I think it was a left knee injury. Certainly a knee injury. Um, had to have an operation and hasn't really found his best form since. But he's, he's showing signs of that of, of coming back to that sort of form um, that he had last summer. Obviously, I would prefer Otte on a, a quicker surface. I mean, if you look at the stats of that match, Otte, yes, Otte won it, but a little bit fortunate. Kashanov actually won one more point in the match. Um, he won... 85% of his first serve points in that match, Kashanov, but he only took one out of nine breakpoint chances and Otte took one out of one. So it was a little bit of burglary from, from Otte really to win that match. Um, he's had the match under his belt here, Otte, as he said, against Jerry in the first round. I, I just feel like, again, this is one that Kachanov might probably win in the end. He was unlucky not to win on the grass in Halle, but his form, you know, since he's barely played since the Australian Open. Um, Lost in straight sets, wasn't it, to van der Zanschulp, um a week or two ago? Not convincing. He's not played a match here. I think it's this is one again that Kashanov will probably eventually win. Um, so the two, you know, the two-one here is is another another interesting option. Yeah, two-one uh, there. Look at the total games. As I said the total games pitched quite low for me, twenty-two and a half at evens. I think all the games that we've spoken about today, the six matches there, all of them could be potentially long matches. Uh, Sean has coming at it with angles of getting the 2-1 and getting the uh, the uh, the dog to win a set uh, or over two and a half sets or whatever way you look at it, they look like they're going to be long games. It's going to be a very good day of tennis action and Bet Rivers will have you covered on their website. If you go across there, there's the 16 matches on the men's draw today and the 16 matches on the women's draw as well as the matches we've spoken about. There's a great game with Andre Rublev is up, up against Leheka. You have Andy Murray in action against Karina Busto. Uh, Pablo Busto, Karina Busto, you have uh, Tommy Paul up against Struff and an, an all-British affair, Jack Draper against uh, Dan Evans, as well as Zverev on the comeback trail. So there's some big names in action 
big matches and they're all covered on bet rivers so sean if you could just give us a recap of your official plays your picks for friday in indian wells yeah i've just gone for over two and a half sets uh in in two matches the first one schwartzman against rude that's a plus one five five chance and the second one batista are good against arusif wari which is a plus one thirty two chance there you go. It's cool. Plus money picks. Two interesting picks. And they're early. Remember, Casper Rudd starts at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And Bautista Rugut starts at 3.20 Eastern time. So it gives you a couple of hours to listen to this and heading over across to the Bet River Sportsbook to place your wages. Remember, there are three ways to follow the betting weekly game bet match. You can listen and subscribe to us on your preferred podcast provider, which is you search for betting weekly game bet match. We're currently in the top 10 in the podcast in the United States for tennis. And we want to go up the charts even further as the tournament goes on. You can follow us on our Twitter handle at because we win. You'll see all the game match previews that Sean has been providing you from Indian Wells. You'll be the game matches after the matches and it'll be giving the, the game ahead. So you get some picks on there as well. And you can subscribe to us on our YouTube channel at the Bet Rivers Network, and you'll be alerted every time one of these shows drops. Uh, so the, because it's Indian Wells, we've got an extra show tomorrow, Saturday. I'll be joined by Rory Giovanni, who'll be looking at the WTA events this week, looking at the, the matches uh, for Saturday afternoon. So we're going to give Sean a day off, and he deserves a day off. He's he's he's, he's been travelling for 24 hours. We're going to give him a little bit of rest, but he'll be back on Sunday with me looking at Sunday's matches. But tomorrow, an extra uh, game bet match. We'll have Roy Girani on looking at the women's section and looking at the women's matches, which will be the conclusion of the second round. Uh, Sean, have a fantastic day. Thank don't you. get too don't get too wet. Don't get. Too... I'm hoping it's going to clear up. It's well, it's it's cloudy. I'm not so sure there's going to be much rain. If if it is, there's it'll be a little bit. And there's plenty of big hospitality tents that I can sit in. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's a lot more rainy here, and it's going to be about minus six tonight in in, in London. The cold and tomorrow the weekend's going to be the coldest weekend of the year. So I'm sure you, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, you're in the much better place. Don't worry about that. Thank <laughs> you everyone for watching. Take care, and we'll be back tomorrow with Rory Girani and Sean will be joining me on Sunday here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.